He never knew that Jesus loved him and wanted to help him. He was a Hindu, worshiping idols and doing all kinds of rituals and traditions, and he never experienced God loving him unconditionally in his entire life. This happened today. After watching the film, he came to know God's love, no matter what he has done, no matter who he is or how wretched he is, that he still loves him. So with much gratitude, he came to me and said, Jesus saved him this night. And he wanted to show this film to all his Hindu brothers and sisters in his place, in his village, so they could be saved. So he asked us to come and show the Redeeming Hope movie in his place. So we told him that if, God's, if, if it's God's will, we will plan to visit his place and share the Redeeming Hope of Christ. Please do continue to pray for this man. Another testimony. Forty years man, forty-year-old man, came to me and testified that God has changed his life tonight after watching the Redeeming Hope movie. Every day he drinks alcohol and lives a life that nobody likes. Even today he was going to drink alcohol, but he seen some movies being screened, so he came to the ground. He was on his way to the liquor store to go buy alcohol. Are you listening? But he heard that there was a film. What is this movie? It was the Spirit of God drawing him. An unconventional way. But God using this as a tool to bring revival, to bring redemption. After the movie, he came to me, kneeled down before me. I have a picture of that, but I didn't include it in these slides. And shared his testimony. He was abusing his life and children every day. Spending all his money for alcohol, living his life as he wishes. But after watching the film, he decided not to drink alcohol again in his life and live according to the will of God. One man, and he continues, and we're going to be here for a few moments thinking about the wonderful grace of Jesus. The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Do you realize that there's over a half a million villages in India that have no Christian witness? One man came to me and said, due to his alcohol habits, his wife left him and went away from the home. Many times he tried to bring her back to his home, but she never came back. But while watching a movie, and there's an interchange there about the main character leaving his wife, but the wife was so praying for him, and so on and so forth, as she became a Christian, that clicked and identified with him, knowing that his wife was not a Christian, all these things. But as he watched this movie, he noticed how that Jesus could change his life. And that night, this night, he gets saved. And now he is going to pray for his wife to come back and live with him. He is very much thankful for us to show this film. He never thought that his life could be changed. And he never thought that he could have peace in his mind. But today, after watching the movie, God gave him true peace in his life. With happy tears, he said, God will bring my life back to me. And we will live together with God's help and God's blessing. There were many, many more marvelous things and testimonies that God has given us this night. After the film, 180 members raised their hands and received Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Glory to God alone. And he continues to share some others. 
This happened about a week and a half ago. Let me bring some of the testimony. I think this will stir your mind. This can be replicated out across the world. People just waiting. He says, praise the Lord, sir. Greetings in Jesus' precious name. God helped us to do another show of reading the whole movie in a remote area called, and it's like 15 letters, and I can't pronounce it. And I'm not going to try. I work for a little chuckle. I can try. How many of you want me to try? I'll try that. There are a group of 50 families living in huts together. All of these people are not believers. All these people are considered as untouchables or the rejects of society, pass away people that want to live in the villages, and lives outside the village or town. God helped us to reach these people with the gospel of Christ. Around 60 people gathered to watch the film. I can see people crying and realizing the love of Christ in their lives while watching the film. The same love that we had to concentrate on was just our grace. There were some for the very first time realized that there was a God who loved them. Never knew before in life. Now some of you that were saved later in life can identify with what these people are getting. We just can't comprehend this because we've been born and raised in a Christian home or some sort of atmosphere where we've been surrounded by religion or an awareness of Christ. People were crying and realizing the love of Christ in their lives while watching the film. It's marvelous that after watching the film, everyone raised their hands and received Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Later, Brother Salemon shared with me because he asked at the end of the film, Redeeming Hope, we have a clear presentation of the gospel. Drawing the net where folks can trust Christ, and at the end, Brother Shalem asked, How many of you profess faith that you trusted in Jesus Christ, your personal Savior? And he then overviews, You realize you're a sinner, you're headed to hell, and that you need Jesus Christ, who is the only God, the true living God, the Son of God, who died on the cross for you to be your personal Savior. How many of you pray and trust in Christ as your Savior? This is not easy to believe, is it? Is God not big enough? Is God not capable enough? Is God not? Hey. The Bible testifies to the Hebrew, he is able to save to the animals. Those that come to him by Christ. And he was concerned because everybody raised their hands and he had everybody put their hands back down. He said, no, 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 let me explain it again. And he went through it again. How many of you trusted Christ? And everybody was just, yeah, we did. He was floored. All of them got saved. Hey. By the way, a church was being started in this small village of 50 families considered rejects and untouchable in society to God in glory. But he said this one lady was crying constantly after the film. She said she was addicted to alcohol. And whatever she earns, whatever she earns money, she uses for drinking alcohol. She has no peace in her heart, struggling with mental problems. She said after watching the film, she got comfort and felt relaxed in her heart. That's the peace of God. Amen. With tears, she said, she needs Jesus in her life and she now, there's a specific picture I'd like for us to show. There was a picture of two young men. There was three of them standing. I don't know where it's at. And maybe at the end. Maybe at the end. I'm not sure. Right there. Right there. I know this is unconventional. That's okay. Few young men. Two young men came to me and testified that they received Jesus Christ tonight as their personal Savior and Lord. They hunt birds and sell birds and bird meat for money. 
more song tonight before we get into the preaching of God's Word. Would you open your Bibles to the book of Mark? Mark chapter number 16. Mark chapter number 16. Just minding the Lord for all of this and kind of sing a song that we sang at your church, preacher, but um, weren't anticipating to sing it, but my heart is disturbed to sing it tonight. And just keep that thumb drive handy. There's a video or two on there we may show. And I'll hopefully navigate you. Uh, there should be a folder called Acts 1-8. Do um, you see that? And so while my wife sings this first verse, I know this is strange and unconventional, but I'm going to come over your shoulder and make sure you get the right video so that we can have that threat. My wife wrote this song we're about to sing at the age of 16. And it was encouraged and motivated by the life of Amy Carmine. What a missionary and what a lady. We'll be even quoting from her tonight, Lord willing, if the Spirit gives me utterance. But tonight, as you ponder this, and I pray that this would be your heart cry, it truly dovetails with the previous message that we heard. It sets us up to be able to go forward as we consider what God has for us tonight.
Amen. Warn them and say, please consider Christ before it's too late. That we would rise up beyond the comfort zone. We would rise up beyond the convenience. A beyond little soul might be just an hour or two a week at best. Because it's something that's conducive or convenient for my schedule. Many times people look at so many church life so many as an inconvenience. No schedule holiday, no schedule work, no schedule family function or business in their schedule to replace the business of what matters most. Jesus right. said that I must be about my father's business. Amen. I pray that all that we're engaged in, that it's not just the end of things, but means to an end to fulfill the eternal calling of being about our masters and our father's business. Amen. I don't 
slowing down on the sun. Meaningless. Very important. It's biblical. But literally throwing in the towel and turning the back on all together and never doing it again. This is the problem. The devil is trying to weary us. The devil is trying to wear us down. The devil is trying to weaken us. Why? So that way he can have his day, a field day.
Yep. Yep. Amen. 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 Amen.
And he shall be witnesses. That separates men 
Yep. From those who are actually in it, all the way. This is not a game, folks. We're going to see in the third point of this moment, the spiritual warfare concerning that the Bible says, the next one, ye shall be witnesses, known as uh, unto me both in Jerusalem, in Jerusalem, in your town, but also in Judea, in your north or south land, and Samaria, Australasia, and the utmost part of the earth, all Yep. Let's not pass this one 
Yep. Thank you. 
Amen. Amen. Shall follow the 
There's a spiritual warfare that's raging. And God tonight is encouraging us to let this light shine and be laborers and be witnesses before it's too late. For we preach not ourselves, verse number five, in Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves are servants for Jesus' sake. Verse number six, for God, who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness, full circle, the standing over the borders of the church, has shined in whose hearts? Those. Why? So that we may give to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. The gates of hell bring darkness. But the church of God brings light. Amen. Amen. That's the message. But his God and his soul is looking around. Listen carefully. While I'm going to come and solve it with again. Don't pass him by. Labors are few. Pray you therefore, the Lord, the harvest that He would send for the labors He sends. Are we willing to go? Who tonight will say that we are away? Listen carefully to this invitation. The service has been unconventional from the beginning. God is in control. The year away, God has spoken in my heart. General question. For the year away, God has spoken in my heart. I needed this. God has dealt with me. He spoke directly to me. You can raise your hand on your head. That's me. All across this room. God bless you. Listen carefully. Little girl, we all spoke in my heart. I need to surrender or resurrender my life to Jesus Christ. God has said to me about this. That's me. Would you raise your hand? Is that you? Raise it up. I love your head. I love your head. If that's you, would you stand right now? Would you stand? Would you come to the altar? Only those who raise their hands. Only you. You come. You come. No one's looking around. No one's around. Thank you. 
room, would you be willing, would you, it's up to you, but would you be willing to come to the altar and pray for souls tonight? Would you pray for a global evangelism? And would you pray, therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into his harvest? This is the call for the rest of us. Would you stand and would you come? Even now, let's seek the Lord.
Amen. Amen. 